Hi, I'm Mike. And I'm Erin. And this is Beyond the Ranch. In light of just finishing Farm to Table, I'm going to tell a restaurant-related joke. Okay. Did you hear about the restaurant on the moon? No. It's not very good. There's no atmosphere. <laughs> I've heard that. <laughs> Aaron and Mike bring you into their world. It's not just chickens and the Angus herd. So take off your boots, relax, and go beyond the ranch. <laughs> Welcome back to another uh, podcast of Beyond the Ranch. Uh, we have our YouTube channel, which is called Our Wyoming Life, and this is an extension of that. Would you agree with that? Is, that, is this an extension, or is it just like a... Something else we do. <laughs> I think it's an extension. It's beyond the ranch. It's it's the behind the scenes of the ranch. It kind of is, but it kind of isn't because we end up just kind of complaining a lot too. Sometimes. <laughs> do you think we complain a lot? <laughs> I don't know. It's a. This is the best place to to sit down and vent. Yeah, I would agree. You know, well, there's no interaction in real time. Nobody's yelling at us. No one's telling yeah. us we can't rant. So. <laughs> so it's like either you turn it off or you work your way through it, which is pretty much what we have to do. We have to deal with that as well. Um, we did just finish up the farm-to-table dinner, and yes. we're going to talk quite a bit about that tonight. Um, we're going to talk about some of the uh, struggles that we deal with with filming. Mm-hmm. You know, We're putting out three videos a week right now, which is ridiculous and sometimes difficult. Yeah, um, you know, time frames don't really work that well. Now that we're past haying, we got farm to table behind us. We still have farmers market to deal with. There's still plenty of other things going on that are going to get in the way of our schedule. But we're still planning on putting out three videos a week, right? Well, not this week. Not this week, no. <laughs> because I'm leaving in like six hours. But yeah, I mean, the plan is is always. Th- I don't. I don't foresee us changing from three videos a week. I mean, that's what all the YouTube experts tell us we need to do is to grow a channel is three videos a week. Yeah, <laughs> so. well, I, depends on who you talk to. I talked to a guy uh, not too long ago who said, well, he said you need a video a day. No, oh, no. <laughs> and quality didn't matter. Oh. <laughs> you just need to put out a video a day. It doesn't matter if it's good or bad. You just need to put out a video a day. No. I disagree strongly. <laughs> if I put out a video a day, it would be like, hey... I don't know what it would be about. I couldn't do it. I don't think I could. Um, there's a lot of planning that goes into the videos we do. And it's not so much... It, it depends on the video, of course. I mean, some videos do require, like, a massive amount of research. Um, you know, numbers that are... Or videos that are dealing with numbers or, you know, that kind of thing require quite a bit of research. But a lot of our videos are kind of... I don't want to say off the cuff because they're not, but it's what's happening here... Yeah, it's always what's happening. But at the same time, like, when you're stuck haying for two months, because it took two months this year, you can't keep making a haying video every yeah. Sunday and every Tuesday. Right. Even though that's what you're doing. Yeah, I mean, you do have to take... You know, a lot of times we find ourselves in situations like that where we're doing something that's constantly... You know, that's where we try to bring in something else, like, you know, that's where the cost of ranching video came in, or something along those lines that's a little bit more broad scope yeah, it's, it's always like what we're doing on the ranch but it's also like in the middle of haying you did like mineral and and fly control and stuff for the cows like that stuff needed done right but it was like well i can't do another haying video so we're gonna go do cow stuff so right. to an extent it's it's not a manipulation of the system but it is a manipulation of the system does that make sense like it's not an untrue story 
it's something we're doing anyway. Yeah. You know, I do have to stop hanging to go put out lick or yeah. salt or whatever else I'm doing. So, I mean, it's just a matter of bringing the camera along with you and, and doing it that way. And making an entertaining story. I think the I think that's really key that no matter what we do on the ranch, it be, it has to have... And it didn't so much in the beginning. Like, you know, when we did, like, the feeding video in the beginning... Okay, so I lie, because we did the feeding video, and that really didn't have a story. That was a very educational video. That mm-hmm. was a bale weighs this much, it feeds this many cows. Right after that, we went into our story, which was a story. Yeah. And then we had, I, I really don't remember. And then remember. we just kind of did, did more, like, how, not so much how-to, but more, like, to-do. Like, this yeah, is my was, to-do yeah, list. It was like... the project list before <laughs> there was a project list. You still have your cold, don't you? I'm still sick, yeah. <laughs> um, it was the project list before there was a project list. It was, <clears throat> now I'm coughing. <clears throat> Excuse me. We went through, we, uh, you know, we we did. You did stuff. We did stuff. Yeah. You know, cows got loose. We got them back in. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a bit of a story behind that. So I think we were always really good at kind of, some every once in a while we'd incorporate the story into the video. But now. If we don't incorporate the story, it's an oddball video. It is. So now it's the other way around. Yeah. And I think one of the things, uh, I, was ta- I was talking to somebody at Farm to Table um, Rick, actually, Rick, Rick and his wife Dawn came out here. They have a son that lives in Spearfish, right? Mm-hmm. They came out uh, to visit their son, and while they were here, I don't know which came first, whether they were going to come here and they know. decided to visit their son, or they were visiting their son and then decided to come here. I think they decided to come here, and they're like, "We'll visit our son at the same time." Yeah, they'll give us an excuse to come. <laughs> but I could be wrong. They came to farm the table, and I got to talking to Rick, and we, and Rick and I were talking about this whole, you know, putting a face to your food thing. Mm-hmm. And originally, when I when I started thinking about that, um, I was thinking about putting a face to your food is putting the cow. The cows. But it's not anymore. I think now that when we say put a face to your food, it's more us. It's the farmer. And your family and the farmer. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, the cows are involved. The pigs are involved. Cats are involved. Whatever else is out there. I mean, those are all... They all have eyeballs. They all have, they all have noses. They all have faces. But it's not so much... You know, I think I was totally off base in the beginning when we first started talking about putting face to your food. And I was like, you know, the cows are the, they're your food. Yeah, I think and so. No, not to interrupt, but no matter how much yeah, people, no matter how much people want to know where their food comes from, it's still even hard for us to think about that that living cow becomes our food. Right. Yeah. You look at Bambi's calf. Yeah. Well, you know? Somebody's going to eat that. Right. But it's hard to think about that transition it is hard to think about but our kids know it but in a big context right but they they still have to deal with that yeah and there that is something you have to deal with but by with when talking with rick i really did like you know kind of rick pointed it out to me that that yeah there's a face to your food but it's not the cows it's the ranch Mm -hmm. and it's you guys that's the face to your food we've always thought about the ranch as a character in the story Exactly, yeah. Oh, yeah. From the very got, beginning, the we, ranch was a character, and yeah. it is still. I think the ranch is, um, I don't want to say the most important character of the story, but I think that it's the, it should be. It, it, it's, it's right up there. It has to be, because the without character. the ranch, there isn't a story. I think it's like if you... I If I worked in town and worked at Checker Auto Parts, there wouldn't be a story. No, I think you're the most important I'm like second, and then the ranch is third. Sometimes the ranch is second, and I'm third. <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> I did get a comment uh, this week that was 
complaining that you need, you need to do more videos. Um, Aaron does a video now once every other. I always give Aaron crap because I'm like, she's like, she goes out to do her video and she's like, I don't want to do it or you know whatever. I do want to do it. You do want to do it. It's, it's just, just it is hard. hard. It is very hard. And then I always say, well, I've done. I've done five when videos like in the time. it's Thursday that you... morning and I'm recording stuff and you're like, you have two weeks to do this. It's like, why? Well, it took me longer to come up with that interesting story aspect. And that's know. the hard part. I think that's that you have to find a story. So I spend weeks pulling weeds. Like, it ain't that interesting. <laughs> I still like your idea of doing a video about killing plants. Killing plants. Yeah. Um, we're going to, it's going to be snow soon and we're going to start killing some plants. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, we have, you know, we look at the the broad scope of things. So when we get into, you know, it's it's okay. So this is this is our week. Let me just break it down for you. So um, Monday, I'll start on Monday. Okay. Okay. Sure. Monday we do the herd report. That has to be done by five p.m. or five or five or five or whenever Aaron gets to it. Um, <laughs> I took a nap. I was sick. <laughs> We uh, that the herd report is our newsletter. You can sign up sign up for it on our website. Uh, that goes out to right around fifteen hundred people. Not a lot. Yeah. Um, but really good for a newsletter, actually. Is it? I don't know. I think it's good. I mean, it's good for it's good for us. I mean, because I think that we always break things down by you know we have forty thousand subscribers on YouTube. We have four thousand on Facebook. But when you get down into these smaller numbers and you're looking at fifteen hundred that are getting our newsletter and you're looking at a few hundred that are listening to the podcast those that's like our core core folks yeah, like the folks that are following that are trickle down yeah it's Does like super fans yeah the super fan yeah i like that term <coughs> um so mondays are herd report days mm-hmm. i usually write uh, a blurb and then i write i usually write like two two blurbs i guess mm-hmm. uh, two short stories there's a video involved, usually a couple, maybe two videos of something that never made it into the videos or whatever. So that's done on Monday. And I write something. And you write something. Yeah. Yes. So so there's something from me, something from Aaron, and something usually from both of us. Um, Tuesday is the project list video. Mm-hmm. Now, according to the schedule that's on the wall, you never follow the, the Tuesday lit or the project list video is supposed to be done on Monday. <laughs> it's, it's never, never. <laughs> it's never done on Monday. It's done on Tuesday at 4 p.m. Some, before it goes out at 5. Sometimes it's today was done at like 3. Yeah, like 3. Well, I I had uploaded it. It wasn't totally done cuz even after you make the video, you still have to upload it. You have to write a description, you have to come up with a thumbnail. Yeah. Uh, and you have to do the tags for it and all this other junk. So that's Tuesday. Wednesday's supposed to be... Sometimes I do, when it's my week, my Thursday, sometimes I do start filming on Tuesday. If you're done filming on Tuesday, like if you film... So sometimes you film on Monday, mm-hmm. edit on Tuesday. If you're done on Tuesday and I can have all the cameras, because we need twice as many cameras as we have. Like that's yeah. just a reality. It seems like no matter when every time we buy a camera, I'm like, oh, we're good, we're done, and then we need another camera. <laughs> so when we're both trying to film, it's difficult. Right. Um, so I sometimes will try to start filming on Tuesday. Um, definitely film on Wednesday, and then usually it's like Thursday morning, finishing up, and then I turn it over to you and you edit. Right. But if it's live stream week, we kind of get a little bit of a break. We do get a break. Live stream. But also, when we do live streams, we have prep for live stream. Yeah. So, <clears throat> my point is that 
as soon, almost as soon as a video is posted, we're pl- we're trying to plan the next video. Yeah, and usually like a video is done edited, but like the next video has already in the process of being filmed. Right. Right. And even if it's live stream, because we do we do videos and live streams, or mm-hmm. we we're trying to put together the mail call stuff, or we're coming up with a topic for live stream or whatever that may be. And then we after live stream or after Aaron's video, then we're then we're moving into that Sunday video. And the Sunday video has always been known as the ranch video is what we call it. Uh-huh. Um, that's the video that we try to kind of either, um, we kind of break them into different segments. So we have community videos, which are videos that are going to be um, targeted directly to OWL subscribers, correct? Yeah. Feel good. Feel bring good. Bring us together. Yeah. That makes sense. Common purpose. Yeah. Um, then we have, what was the other type of video? I totally forgot this. There's community videos. There's like... Um like issues. Yeah, that's not the word I'm looking no. for though. We had this figured out at one point, um, <laughs> but we do have. But then you get it. You know, we have the 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 video that could draw people in. Oh yeah, yeah. You discoverable. Video. Yeah, discoverable content kind of thing. Something that um, somebody could be searching for. Whether it's you know um, calving might mm-hmm. be might be in that in in that category the cost of ranching the cost yeah that kind of stuff so we kind of switch back and forth uh, we try not to do too many community videos in a row but we also try not to do too many <laughs> of the discoverable type in a row and then also we have what we usually call um, that are that are bigger videos that sometimes we'll put out on on a on a Sunday which that would be like the cost of ranching video um, that yeah. take more time to put together and I think some of the Sunday videos are kind of like Tuesday project list videos, but just more of an educational component and a more in-depth, like, not just, like, this is a quick write it on the board, do it, bam, done. You yeah. know, it's that's where you talk about, like, the nutritional content of different types of hay and, and protein and, you know, some of that type of stuff. The more, much more educational and, and this is the the bigger things that go into ranching. I wonder if we could take, like, like a like a gardening video and make it into a Sunday video. Oh, probably. You know, instead of just having your videos on Thursday, which is every other Thursday we have a gardening type video or a cooking video love or something the, like We got that. a comment today. We need to make more videos about the cows. Yeah. The cows, cows are, don't do crap in the summertime, man. Yeah, <laughs> cows are eating and they're hanging out. You know, <laughs> Nothing exciting cows. with the cows right now. Yeah, we're not moving them around. We're not doing anything too crazy. So there's not a whole lot. I went and looked at them today and they all just kind of stared at me. Mm-hmm. You know, what are you doing here kind of thing. Yeah. Check the fence. Check the water. You're right. Good. Yeah. So the <laughs> farm to table video that now this will come out on Friday, but we're actually recording it. Tuesday night um, because I'm leaving for Dallas so the farm to table video came out today and how would you categorize that is that a community video or is that more of a discoverable video because I think that actually falls into both of those categories farm to table is kind of a buzzword I don't know how many kind of thing in fact I looked it up on the the search thing and it was there was quite a few searches on farm to table it's (laughs) uh, it was ranked like in the 70 percent oh that's crazy um, for people searching for that, so there is, so, so it kind of has that both aspect. It's definitely it. not like a typical like project list, like you know, it wasn't. I was gonna spin it like a regular, <laughs> like a like a project list video, and in fact, if you even notice, I didn't even use the project list um, intro deal because you know I have the project list thing that yeah. comes up. I didn't even use that on this. I just used the regular Art Wyoming okay. Life one. Um, I was gonna, I was thinking, are you okay? I just got you're a like, shiver, you're like having like a seizure or something. Um, 
I, I was, I was going to make it more like a, a project list video and be like, you know, this is the end of a project. But I kind of decided to just kind of go with it more along the lines. It's more like a community video. You think? It's something we did for our community. But it also, like, there's a lot of, a lot of the comments are, I wish I could be there. Right. So to me, that's a community building video. Yeah. In my mind. Speaking of which, um, we can talk a little bit about filming Farm to Table, which was a it's major a pain in the butt. We I honestly think it. like next year I'm going to hire somebody to film. At least You're that. You're so day. picky about the filming, though. I, it's because I have to edit it, and filming is hard. It is. It's I don't, hard. It to is film hard. Stuff. It's hard. Yeah, it's not just like taking pictures and stuff. It's it's. We had to learn how to film, and we're into it 18 months now of filming. And I, I don't, I, there's no way I would ever say that we know anything <laughs> no. about filming. I mean, what we've figured out, we've, you know, hold the damn camera still. Yeah. <laughs> when you move the camera, move it very slow. Move it about so twice as slow, slow as you think no, you need like to. No, like three or four times as slow. Like, you just barely inch it along. Yeah. You know, we had to learn. And and it's it's filming for your style of editing also. True. Like, I've, yeah. I haven't... I don't edit, so I don't film for me editing. I film the way you want me to film, which is fine. I don't have a personal filming style because I don't edit, you know. But so it's, I think no matter who films, it's not going to be what you want. <laughs> well, even like, you know, if you look back at the very beginning and, and 90% of those shots in those first videos were tripod mm-hmm. shots. Set up the camera. Don't move it. Do your stuff. Do your thing. It's what works for us. It, it is. And I have gotten into, like, for lack of better words, a steady cam shot where you're moving with the camera. But you have to, like, be very, very fluid with that or else it gets really, it gets jittery and jumpy and stuff like that. So if you're moving with the camera, you have to, you have to be fluid and you have to, you, you have to practice. Yeah. Um, on how to, how to do that because it is like if I'm walking with the camera, which I do quite a bit now, mm-hmm. um, if I'm filming something, I'm walking with the camera, but I'm very, very conscientious, conscientious, I can't say that word now. <coughs> I'm very, very thoughtful. <laughs> See how I change years there? Change words. Um, that's what they teach stutterers, by the way, oh, really? when you get stuck on a word. Um, there's two ways to do this. They, when, you, when you're a stutterer, um, which I stuttered a little bit when I was a kid. Grace had a stutter. Um, yeah. They, they, either, they either taught you to switch to a different language, oh, okay. which, which I couldn't do, or you would just try to come up with a different word oh. for that same thing. Um, Grace na- had a stutter. Names are really hard for stutterers, too, and that's kind of hard. So, like, they would, you get caught on names. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, okay, I digress. So, <laughs> you, uh, as as I walk, I'm you know if I'm walking with the camera, I'm very very mindful of of what yeah how I'm holding that camera, and I'm you know you got yeah when I walk with the camera like in the garden like you, you don't look walk, like you look like an idiot yeah you don't walk like a normal person yeah. you take like these big giant like slow and you, and you steps try to be as fluid as possible and, and <laughs> you hold your arms out like mm-hmm. I like 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 shock absorbers yeah yeah, like, yeah it's you look retarded. people driving by on the highway are probably like what the hell and I like I don't. Know, walking like a, like a duck and yeah like sidestep kind of and yeah big step big slow steps is how yeah. i do it yeah now you look retarded for sure <laughs> yeah it's 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 but the the filming the farm to table was so much harder because number one we were as soon as people started showing up you and i were both not swarmed but we we always had somebody talking to us always i couldn't turn around without somebody wanting to talk to me you just like we like separated Oh, yeah. And I needed to talk to you. You texted me, I texted, didn't you? but, like, nobody, you couldn't check your phone, you know, yeah. understandably. So, I wanted to make sure you were getting the drone up. Oh, is that what you were yeah. asking the question was? 
<laughs> I did. I did sneak away, and I had to get the drone up. And but so the whole time I was flying the drone, I had four people standing around me. Well, yeah. You know, wanting to and watch. everybody in the garden is like looking and waving, oh, yeah. which looks silly on camera, but yeah. you know it's fine. And then I had people coming up to me afterwards. Well, is that you flying the drone? Well, who else will be out here flying a drone? Yeah, but so but, many people. We've learned. I think we've. As we talk about Farm to Table more, we'll get into this. But I think we've really thought about who our audience is for Farm to Table. It's not necessarily who we thought it was I going think, into dinner on Sunday. I think so. We've we've talked about it a lot. And so I think a lot of these people don't even know what our Wyoming life is. Right. And that was one of the things that I touched in. You know, I put out the, the video that we showed during Farm to Table. Mm-hmm. And I put that out the Sunday before. And I yep. said, I'm putting the, you know, I, I wanted our audience to watch it first. Yeah. Number one, I, I, I would really hope that if I put out something that's a steaming pile of manure, that our audience would tell me, <laughs> number one. Number two, I thought that it would resonate better with them. And it, I think it does. I think our, the, the, our Wyoming life, the owl community, um, knows where we're coming from. Yeah. They know what we're going for. People that were... We should talk about this more later, but people that, that come to Farm to Table. There's maybe about 10 of them that watch the channel. Right. We're talking like Megan and Steve. Yeah. Hannah, well, Hannah watches it occasionally, not very often. Um, Gary and Susan watch occasionally. Nick and Stephanie watch occasionally. Ray Lynn and her husband. They're like diehard watch watchers. every episode. Yeah. And then we had subscribers here. We had, yeah, two couples. We had four subscribers. Um, but even, like, Megan and Steve, like, Megan told me, she's like, Steve saw the alert pop up Sunday morning. He's like, well, I'm not going to watch that because he's going to make me watch it again tonight. <laughs> and, I, and Megan and I just joked around. I was like, yeah, you are. Yeah. So. And, and last year I didn't do that. Last year I had a separate video um, yeah. for Farm to Table, and then we re-released that, like, the next week or something, something like that for online. But <laughs> before we went down that sidetrack, we were talking about filming and, like, yeah. and how hard it is to... We did better in some ways this year, but worse in other ways. We did. I, I, you know, it's just it's just a matter of... You've got the drone up. We got footage of people in the gardens. It was easier in the beginning. Once we sat down and started eating, then it became really almost hard. impossible. I didn't take any pictures of the food. I didn't get as much video of them, like, cooking and, and pulling stuff out of the ovens. <coughs> It's like I went. I apologize I went, for Aaron's I'm coughing, sorry. but yeah. I don't really apologize because I have to listen to it every time I'm around. It's Aaron, getting. So. It's like worse. Um, I don't know. I kind of just forgot to film. You didn't take out your phone or grab a camera I had, all night. I had. I took some. I took the video of the band. I did mm-hmm. that. Um, I took a video of the last person pulling out of our driveway. Was that you? Yeah, I, yeah, I think that. I told that you to on, film that. No, you didn't. That was on my. I did that by myself. <laughs> I think man. I was like, film that. <laughs> no, you weren't. You weren't anywhere near me. Yes, it was, I was. the last car when it was pulling out, <laughs> and I, I took that video with my phone. Um, I only had like five videos on my. Phone. Yeah, and I didn't have a lot of stuff either. And most of it was the band. I don't know why. I guess I was just more interested in the band than anything. But I, I took a lot of video. I of didn't the band, even get video of the ovens pulling in. I think I. No, was, we missed that. Totally. I was in the house. Yeah. Um, I had. This is why, like, next year, I'm just going to hire somebody to, and I guess I'm going to have to, like, hire them, like, a week ahead of time and be like, this is how I want it filmed, (laughs) and then you go and do this. Here's eight batteries and four memory cards. Memory cards were not so bad on it's the battery situation. Batteries go fast. We do need to buy more batteries for everything. Um, You know, we need to buy, like, three more GoPros that I can just, like, set up and let record, Mm -hmm. plug them in. Yeah, plug them in. And let them record. Um, 
you know, so it, the 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 filming of it, and it was is so much so much more difficult than when we go out and film ourselves. It's hard to film yourself. It's super hard. But I thought that filming far on the table was ten times harder, just because there was. When you couldn't even use a lot of the audio. The audio was horrible because everybody was talking. Every time echoing in, in the, the garden, like if I was trying to, I just threw up the camera a few times just to get like people out there. But like people were talking to me the whole time. I was mm-hmm. like, Mike's not gonna be able to use any of this well, audio. Well, that's why there's not much audio in it because <coughs> there's always somebody talking. You no, know, I'm having a conversation about like zinnias or something while you see. Well, and I could people. tell like the video that you got um, from the garden, like you were rushed. Like you would turn, you would hit record and then do like a four second pan and then you were done. Because I'd get interrupted. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like that's the problem. Yeah. It was hard. So filming farm to table, 10 times harder than filming yourself. But filming yourself is actually pretty difficult too. Um, We do this a lot where, you know, there's a lot of camera set up. You do something for 10 seconds. You move the camera. You, you know, you well, do something yeah, maybe else. more than ten seconds. Well, but yeah, whatever. lots of lots of move the camera, do the same thing, but move the camera so you get different angles. I have gotten better. Remember when I first started, and I was like, "This is so annoying because I have to do the same thing three times." Yeah, I don't do that anymore. I don't have to do the same thing three times okay. anymore. But it is. You know what's the most annoying to me to get is like all the shots where you like where you you like pull a vehicle in, right? Oh, so, like yeah, the weird. <coughs> Like, like establishing like shots. You don't like angle. establishing shots. I Aaron, don't like Aaron to hates it. to. I always tell her, I don't. Establishing shots are basically wide angle. Here's where I'm at, and here's what I'm doing. But shots. if I get a shot of me like in the gator, like pulling up to the garden, which I have done some this summer. Right. You have to go set up a you camera ahead of time. You have to go to the garden, set up the camera, press record, back up, go back to the garden. <laughs> like <laughs> it's you know, and it's it's absolutely doable, but it is kind of like doing stuff. Two or three times. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I get that. But those are those are almost required because it's so hard to be, you know, all of a sudden context. Boom, where you know, where are we? What's going on? And that's you know, I think that being able to give people context to where you are and what you're doing is very important. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's 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 difficult. Yeah, I mean, I there's a picture on Instagram. That's why I like the drone so nice. You know, you put up the drone and now you know you where you're at context. and what you're doing. Yeah, you'll see me use the drone shots a lot for establishing shots just to show where we're at and what we're doing. Yeah. Um, the garden is hard for me and you do help me a lot in the garden. Um, I do I, wish somebody knew how to fly the drone besides me so that every time I'm in a video with the drone I don't have the remote in my hand. Well, teach me how to fly the drone. You want to learn how to fly it? Not really. But see? Um... <laughs> 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 There's I'm going to teach Mackenzie how to fly it. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. If you get the Mavic and it has the avoidance GPS, yeah. <laughs> that might be different. Uh, you know, there's a picture on Instagram, and, and I have the, the Canon, the point-and-shoot, the vlogger camera, and a you know a flexible tripod and stuff. And I was trying to film the wheel hoe. I've been trying to get, like, a close-up of the wheel hoe and how, how the oscillating blade works and the wheel works and, you know, showing the weeds and stuff. I can't push the wheel hoe and hold a camera. Right. So, like, I had to, like, wrap it around and, like, it kept falling over and, you know, but I got it done. Mm-hmm. But it's, you very much so have to, like, think outside the box and, like, you need three sets, you need three hands. Yeah. Yeah. There was a, not too long ago, <coughs> I uh, was out chasing cows out of a field they weren't supposed to be in. Mm-hmm. And I had the tripod with me. So I was basically throwing the tripod down, go and chase oh, cows, come back, grab the tripod, pick it back up, drive with one hand, yeah. chasing cows at the same time, throw the tripod down again so that I could get shots, yeah. you know, that weren't just the first person I'm on the four-wheeler, but I yeah. needed, I needed, you know, that outside shot of I'm on the four-wheeler, not just 
you know that first person shot so it's it's and when it's you've gotten where you like use the drone but you only put it up at like 10 feet right and, and the drone is nice because the drone does have gps so i can put it up in the air and just let it hover put down the remote and go do something and it'll go back to the remote if, I, like, if it runs out of batteries or yeah. something yeah <laughs> so i'll go do that i mean that's that's where that that but drone in the does winter save time. Your life. but it do, in the winter time the battery goes like that yeah. I have like it, in a, on a good day, summer day when it's not too hot, not too cold. I have about twenty minutes yeah. with the drone. In the winter time, last winter I put it up and I would have well, number one, one a few times it wouldn't even go anywhere. It wouldn't start. It wouldn't start because the battery's too cold. Um, and then if I did get it up in the air, it was like five minutes, fifteen, or Super you know, fast. ten minutes somewhere in there, and then the batteries <laughs> drained on it. So batteries go fast in the winter time yeah. on all and you know on the phones, phones, everything. everything. Yeah, batteries go really fast. It's hard to do, but with... Wouldn't it be weird, though, to just have someone follow you around? It would be horrible. It would drive me crazy. <laughs> That's the thing. And when there's cows... There's no in-between. It's no. like, you know, there, there. I've gotten so many comments where people are like, you you have help, or yeah. you're, you know, you do have a ranch hand, and he's following you with a camera. I've heard that one. Um, well, that'd be a worthless thing. First of all, if I, if I had a ranch hand, he'd be doing it, and I'd be filming him. You know, like yeah. when we you had made Mitch. Mitch pound all those posts yeah, last exactly. year. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but it's not easy. But at the same time, I don't think we would have the footage that we have without having to do it ourselves. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes I just don't want to film. I have those days too. And that's the thing. Well, like, it's like, where's the batteries? Where's, <laughs> where's the memory card? Where's the freaking camera? <laughs> you know, like, uh, where's the tripod? I filmed for how oh, like a whole day one time with no tripod, like I was on the. You just garden. couldn't go find it. I, I thought it was. I thought it was in the hay yard. I thought it was in your truck in the hay field. No, it was in the sales barn. Oh. <coughs> and that's the problem with like we don't each have our own set of equipment. No, we have like one tripod now, basically that we use. Well, yeah, because there's one in the house. One in the house that we use during live streams. Yeah, the DSLR is on a permanent tripod. Pretty much. Yeah, we've got one one tripod that the GoPro gets strapped on, our phone goes in. Right. And the vlogger has a flexible tripod. <coughs> when you, when we we're st- hurting for cameras, man. <laughs> we're not we've hurting for cameras. We've got so many. <laughs> we're fine. It's just, it's just a matter of, you know, if you want to behind the scenes on, uh, you know, filming, it's not... Buy more tripods. Actually, I, I've had people request us do it be like a behind, the, like filming of the filming of the ranch kind of thing. You've you know? done a filming the ranch. I did. Video. I did do a filming of the ranch thing, but it was that was even hard to do because now I have, now I have two cameras <laughs> you have going. A camera filming a camera. I have a camera filming a camera, and a lot of t- I think I use the drone for a lot of that. Are you okay? No. I need good. a drink. Um, a lot of time I think I use the drone for a lot of that. You know, the filming of the filming because that was just easier to just put up the drone. Yeah. And then have a camera, but. We, we just we get a lot of those requests for the filming of the filming, and that's even take you know it's twice as hard to it's like do. Inception. The Inception. Yes. <laughs> so, farm to table. Um, this week we're going to talk about farm to table and how the future of farm to table, because as we were talking earlier about our core audience and our super fans, I would really like some input on this and some of the situations that we're running into with farm to table. This is our second farm to table. Um, the first one was great because it was the first one. It was something it was new and bright so and amazing. shiny. Yeah, it was so it was like a shiny penny. 
amazingly successful and like everybody left it's like mass exodus as soon as like we're oh done god with it's the crazy video. yeah i couldn't believe how fast people were out it was here. like that last year too oh though. my god i opened up the garage door after we did our video everyone and it was like poof and i was everyone like where did goes. everybody go yeah and it, it does get late and it is a sunday night if you got small kids you got to get home and we were bed. done by what like eight it's about eight o'clock both years i think it was about eight o'clock so understandable that people need to get going um <sighs> The first year was so great because I think we we undertook this huge feat, right? To have 65 people. I think we had 65 tickets available. We sold like 62. First of all, we sold 62 tickets in our first year. And I had to work to sell those tickets. This year I didn't have to work as hard to sell tickets. We worked really hard to pull off this thing from scratch. And we did it. And we had a really amazing meal and nothing went wrong. Like, the weather was great. The food was delicious. You know, people were so excited. Nothing like this had ever happened here before. And then this year we had to, like, live up to that expectation. Right. Which I think we did all of those things and more, except for it was a little chilly, which is not our fault. But it made the end of the evening not so fun because it did have that, like, fall... It has Chill. been cold lately, yeah. Yeah, we're kind of in this, like the mountains had snow. Um, we had really bad flies this year, mm-hmm. even though we we have sprayed for flies. <laughs> we sprayed for flies for three days straight before yeah um, farm to table. We had you know the, we did what the, we could. The flies actually weren't bad until the food came out, of course. And then yeah. of course the flies go nuts. Um, yeah, I mean, and and the courses took a long time in between. Um, which we kind of had some of that the first year, but this year it seemed like between salad and... I had time to get up and go, like, walk around and yeah. you know, talk to people and stuff in between courses. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just, uh, you know, when you're cooking for 75 people, 72 people, and limited oven space and stuff like Arian. Are we counted in that 72? Yeah. Are we? There's nine tables, eight people at a table. Oh, and no. we were... There was not an empty seat. Like, we had... Nobody didn't show up. Mm-hmm. Everybody showed up. So we had 72 people. So Arianne's working with limited oven space. Arianne's and, the chef. Yeah. Trying to keep things, you know, pulling one thing out, but keep it warm. And then plating and flies. And yeah, I mean, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a lot of moving parts. It's a lot to accomplish. It's a lot to keep everybody happy. And everybody left happy. Like, it wasn't that we had a bad front table. We did table. have people complaining. <laughs> and, and, okay, so... The the this is we're not quite to the part where I'm gonna need your help, not your help, but the listeners' help. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do have a very mixed group that comes to farm to table. Don't you agree? Yeah. So I would say about half the tickets get sold as a direct connection to farmers market. Mm-hmm. So there are vendors, um, and and like Nick and Stephanie and Gary and Susan come, and and they're our friends. Um, but they, they come to Farmer's Market also. But I'd say about half the tickets come directly through Farmer's Market, through the advertising we do at Farmer's Market, through the flyers we have, you know, through our Farmer's Market. So these market. are Farmer's Market customers. These are yeah. the people that care about agriculture, mm-hmm. much like the, the our life folks. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's through our Farmer's Market Facebook page, that type of thing. And then we have some people that just love Pizza Corello, the, the restaurant that caters. And because rightfully so, it's an amazing restaurant and they have a huge following. So some of those tickets just come because they love Pizza Corello and the amazing things that Ariane does. And then we just have, I think we, we've really learned this year, 
we just have some people, and it's not a bad thing. It's just not what we expected, that they want to come to an elegant dinner. And the fact that it's local and farm to table is like maybe a little bit buzzwordy. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, a, I'm making assumptions here. But I think my assumptions are correct. These are the people <laughs> that have money mm-hmm. that want to give to a charity, mm-hmm. tax write off, whatever they want to do. I don't know if, you know, but they're not. They're not directly connected to to us as farmers or to the farmer's market. Or agriculture in general. Yeah. There, there was lots These of These are the people there. that came to farm to table, didn't go walk around the gardens, came in, sat down, and waited for their food. Some of them walked around the gardens. Some of them, only about half or so of the people walked the gardens. That came to market, or came to the farm yeah. to table. So maybe 30, a little more 35 people went and actually walked around yeah maybe 40, we had 45. we had a scarecrow set up next to a wagon that you could get your picture taken at there was maybe 20 people that actually went 20 pictures 20 pictures okay of, so that's like 40 40 people because oh yeah because there's two yeah, yeah. Okay, okay yeah so let's <laughs> usually say, let's two say, people in the picture let's say half yeah you know half went and and did this activity About, which is very very ranch activity to go get your picture taken with a scarecrow scarecrow. is very much i'm into agriculture i want my picture taken with a scarecrow about 55 percent of the people and the band the band went and did it yeah the band (laughs) (coughs) what was the name of the band the unknown knowns the unknown knowns somebody asked me if i knew them and i I had no idea they actually came with uh pizza corral yeah some of them work at pizza corral yeah um they were really sidetracked but they were a really great band they're local um they made me feel really old and really not cool. I know. Somebody said, uh, I hope you paid the band enough to go get haircuts. Did you see that? Yeah. <laughs> they're far too cool for that and far too young. I mean, I think they're all like barely in their 20s. Yeah, they're, they're kids. Super young. But Made me feel so It was cool old. to have a band there, though. That was kind of cool. It was neat, yeah. I, I kind of I really Some people loved this. it. Some people hated, hated it. Hated it. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And they were loud. They were. They're, At least they were outside and kind they're of in their facing 20s. away. Yeah. But you know they did. They, <laughs> they weren't bad. Though. They sounded fine. You know yeah. they they knew they knew how to play. So yeah, they were good musicians. Um, we did a silent auction this year. Silent auction made more money than. I didn't talk about in the video how much we actually made. We made eleven hundred and fifty dollars. Really? Yeah. Off the off the silent auction yeah. items. Now in the silent auction, there were we put our belt buckle in there. We mm-hmm. had there was there was all kinds of cool stuff in there. Um, uh, the picture from a subscriber that sent us the picture yeah. from California. Uh, so and then total and with ti- total with tickets. So th- the total thing made like what, <coughs> six, six grand or something like that. Yeah, I, mean, I think a little more than that. I've got the totals in an email from Megan, but yeah, I think it was a little more than six grand. I mean, that's great for farmers market. Yeah. So. And people wrote donation checks. They did. Yeah. That's crazy. People just yeah, so, donate yeah, money. But, I mean, so this is where we, we run into this conundrum. Boy, that's a big word. That's a $5 word right there. Um, $250. $250. Uh, we've got, obviously, two very different motivations Audiences. for coming to Farm to Table. Mm-hmm. Now, Ariane is a chef. She is a very elegant type chef. If you saw the menu, there was words in French and stuff like that. Yeah. Which... For me, being Aaron, I'll tell you, I'm I'm pretty simple, and like you would have been fine with like a hot dog. Yeah, and like (laughs) I'm words in French don't say ranch to me. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, unless you're in France and you're on a ranch, I guess then it would be And good. I appreciate the way she elevates common garden vegetables and turns them into something really elegant. I, it's fine. I don't mind ele- I don't mind food that tastes good. Yeah. And, okay, so like the 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 beet thing and they had the honey honeyed beets mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Awesome. Great. It had a $5 name. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't need a $5 name on my plate. It's on a paper You're plate. You're like roasted beets. <laughs> roasted beets with honey on them. Yeah. I'd be happy with that. You know, so there is this this very, you know, two different... You're not the... a foodie. I'm not. So there's some people that came just for the food. Like, I very much heard that, too. Like, right. the food is a big draw, too. And that's that pizza crello following. And, and, yeah, there was people that came because they heard the food was amazing last year there's somebody that said that's the best meal they've ever had in campbell county yeah that was the lady that's running for, <coughs> for governor yeah she the came. democratic nominee for governor so you went a weird mix of people yeah <laughs> so yeah yeah so it's it's i was waiting for her to be like well are Wyoming life back me for governor no <laughs> <laughs> i don't know anything about what she's running on no, but just no we idea. will not back any political candidate <laughs> um so and then yeah we have I would say, you know, a majority of the people there have no idea. Well, a lot of them are like, who lives here? Whose place yeah, is that? Yeah, people were asking. Like, they don't know who we are, and they don't know what our Wyoming life is. So where are they finding about Farm to Table? I don't really know. It's, it's they want to go to this elegant right. dinner that happens to have Farm to Table on it, and they're going to have a really good meal. So we spent all day yesterday, today's Tuesday, we spent all day yesterday talking about how we can, you and I talking about how we can incorporate our subscribers into it. Right. So this is where we're going to need your help because we're going to bounce some ideas and then off of you. I had a phone call today with Megan, and the whole future of Farm to Table kind of took a different turn. The whole f- this is this is my biggest conundrum with this. Now, do you want to break it to him or should I? So what we talked about yesterday. So you're going to do it. You didn't even answer me. She just goes. <laughs> I'll do it. So what Megan and I talked about yesterday was essentially adding a ranch day. To the farm-to-table weekend. Right. Something... So people could... Those farm-to-table is normally on Sunday. We could have something on Saturday that's for subscribers. Or any... And we could sell any tickets locally or whatever, but... Right. Do like so. a $25 ticket or something like that. You come to the ranch um, on Saturday. You get, you know, food... Not all local because I can't source. No, both. but we would do like we would bring somebody out with a big ass barbecue, and they could they could do hamburgers from the ranch or you know yeah. that kind of thing. Meat would probably be sourced from the ranch. Veggies right. probably would have not a band. Be. Have you know the 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 <coughs> stuff that we know, you know horseshoe pits and whatever. Just just fun stuff and get a chance to hang out with subscribers. We'd love to take people down to see the cows. We don't logistically know how we would handle that because yeah, they're far I, away. You know, we, we'd have to put everybody in a bus or something. But something for subscribers to come to. now. More casual, more low-key. Right. More... And it could be local people, too, that yeah. want to come out. I mean, yeah. that's not just limited to subscribers. But then, you know, if you're going to be... If you're a subscriber and you're going to come all the way out here, you know, for... A, a ranch day. Yeah. I guess without better words. But um, <coughs> there's probably a better name for it. But you come out here, you're going to probably go to Farm to Table too. So we, ideally, the talk has always been about, you know, we increased a small amount of tickets this year, but then next year, increasing to 150. Right. To double. Because of the increased popularity of the event, 
go to 150 next year, which is a huge logistical undertaking. Like, we can't put 150 people in the shop. No, and so we'd have to have a tent, but then we're at mercy of the weather. Yeah, and I don't know I don't know where to find a tent for 150 people. Like, I will probably spend all winter looking for a tent for they 150 They have them. They have them, like, at the fair and stuff. I've seen them. Yeah, I don't there. know who owns those tents, though. Well, it wouldn't be that hard to find now. But, <laughs> so i got to figure that out. But if it rains, out. then you're you're outside in a tent. Or if the wind blows 900 miles an hour sideways, you're not Which, in... Sunday, when we were setting up, we had 30-some, almost 40-mile-an-hour winds. The wind did go down, right, thankfully. Right, it went down in the evening. but And it was chilly. So what we're... This wasn't our idea, and what, and I don't want to say we're being pressured into it or anything like that. But the idea has been brought forward by people that are involved with farm to table to actually move the farm to table dinner to a restaurant or well, to, to Pizza to Pizzacarello in the restaurant in town. Mm-hmm. Now, my issue with this is the fact that farm to table is farm to table, and if you take away the farm aspect of it and the 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 being on the farm Mm. the physical you know you're on a farm you're on a ranch you're this is where this stuff was grown yeah you're you're losing that connection yeah it's not all grown here but yeah i mean a majority of it is coming directly from here um and with that conversation of a it Ariane is just saying, like, I can make courses come out faster if we're in the restaurant. I can do more with the food if I'm in the restaurant. And I understand that. Mm-hmm. Like, I cook. I can't imagine cooking for 150 people on site, even though she has portable ovens. Right. You know, she doesn't have portable refrigerators and, you know, water. And, you know, 90% of the prep has to be done in the kitchen and then transported. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I watched her struggle on Sunday with arranging things in the oven, trying to keep stuff warm, having kale come out and not get soggy, you know, like, and she's great at it. But if we're talking 150 people, can it be done? Or we did have about 40 minutes between courses. Yeah, it was between salad and veggies. Like it was a long time. Was it really that long? It was, yeah. Oh and and Arian knows that that's not an enjoyable experience. Right. And so <laughs> the other part, you know, the part of it is that the fact that we do have the people that they want that high-end meal. Yeah, and those people... Those are the people that will enjoy doing it in a restaurant in town. In, with air conditioning and... And no flies. And no flies. And, 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 and the flies service. weren't horrible. I'm not... There, they weren't... But there was flies. Yeah. You know, it's it's a ranch. There's flies. I asked plenty of people. I said, are the flies bothering you? Nope. It's part of the experience. We're on a ranch. There's yeah. going to be a fly here and there. Mm-hmm. But there was the, this, the other people down the road, you know, down in two tables away or a table away that were like, oh my God, there's a fly in here. Yeah. You know, there's a fly in my soup. <laughs> Um, and I didn't, there was no soup, so there was no, no fly in a soup. But you ever heard that joke about what's, you know, the, the, the customer calls the waiter over and, and says, waiter, what is this fly doing in my soup? And the waiter says, well, it looks like the backstroke. Yeah, uh, so, you know, there's, <coughs> see, that's where there's, there's definitely a, like a disconnect. So if we, if it goes to town. And Ariane is always like, she talked to Megan. I haven't talked directly to Ariane. Right. We're kind of, we're spitballing here, people. Yeah. So this don't, is nobody take offense to this. Nobody think that, you know, we don't know what's going to happen, but um, we kind of feel like it's maybe leaning more towards the town thing at the, at this point. So Ariane always said, though, like, and she would help with this, um, you know, when her thought was, let's 
pull it to the restaurant because I can make the food better. She never suggested to take out the ranch element of it. No. It's so the, provide transportation and, and have people meet at the restaurant and let's bust them out or, you know. I just don't think people are going to do that. I think the people that are, that, that you know, people that want to come out to the ranch, they're going to come out to the ranch. But. Yeah. So, and with. The people that come out to the ranch are the same ones that are there, that are going and walking around, probably even less than they're going and walking around the gardens because, you know, they come out to farm to table, they're expected to do that here. Yeah. If they go, they if they to- go eat in town. They're going to go, okay, dinner's served at 5, I'll show up at 4.30. Yeah, and rather than show up at 3 and get on a bus. And, yeah, I mean, and I don't know how... So, basically, Monday, there was two separate conversations happening. Megan and Ariane were chatting about how to improve the food at Farm to Table, even though the food's really amazing. Ariane wants to do it even better. She wants to do it more... Cla- more not classy, but what is it called? More upscale type. I think she just really dishes. wants to make like an, an elevated meal where like, like elegant. Yeah. <laughs> and then you and I are having a conversation of how can we combine a YouTube ranch day with farm to table. Right. I, I you know I would hope that people would you know, we've had tons of people say that I want to come to farm to table next year. Mm-hmm. And when we announce that if there's gonna be a change, that farm to table is not gonna happen on the ranch how many people would still be want, willing to come out just for a ranch day, pay $25, drive to Gillette from wherever you're at or fly or whatever you're going to do, then you have a choice. You know, you can do just the ranch day on Saturday or you can buy the extra ticket and do the Farm hoity-toity too. dinner in town. Don't say it hoity-toity like it's a bad thing. No, it's not. It's just... <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm torn between the whole thing. Yeah, and I don't love the idea of, like, taking it away from the ranch. And so here's the other thing, too, is that it is a dinner that our local food business, our Wyoming Life, the ranch host to benefit... uh, Farmer's Market. Farmer's Market. You know, it's not a farmer's market dinner. Like, it's very much our dinner that we put on that we don't get paid for, but that 100% of the proceeds go to we get paid for our supplies our other producers that provide ingredients get paid for their supplies but i'm not you and i are not taking a cut like my mom is not charging for the use of the shop and the ranch and stuff like all the profits are going to farmer's market and by doing it that way i could this sounds bad but like i could control where ingredients come from and i didn't have to play the political game of I've got three beef vendors at market. So who are we going to source from? And can they provide this much? And are they willing to sell it at a discounted price? Like, I was willing to take all that on so that we could raise as much money for Farmer's Market. Because we don't get reimbursed at full price. No. We get reimbursed about 50%. We gave them half a pig. I don't even know what we're going to get reimbursed for the cost of the pig. But not at, like, full retail value. So... Would other vendors be willing to do that? I don't know. I haven't talked to them. But also, like, when Ariane sends me the list and she needs 25 pounds of potatoes, I don't have to go to all my vendors that have potatoes and say, give me seven pounds of potatoes. Right. You know? It's it's us that's that's sourcing it. It's it's I source first, and, it, you're, you're and thinking then I if fill it in the gaps. leaves the ranch, it becomes, it becomes less a- of us, and it has to become more of everybody at Farmer's Market. And I have to saying? play the political game of, you know, sourcing equally and being fair and... 
splitting everything up, which is fine. I don't mind, like, using other people's produce and stuff. It's just, again, I don't get paid. I'm not, Megan and I are not paid to run this farmer's market. And so part of my hesitation, and I've talked to Megan about this today and stuff, is, like, I don't, I want it to be fair, and I want it to benefit the farmer's market as much as possible. But we've worked really hard for two years to build this event, with our local businesses and the ranch and the ranch and so i hate to like just give it up and hey a pizza corello now it becomes a pizza corello event farmers market event right. even though pizza corello has supported us from day one and i don't want to lose them either because they don't charge us either and they're willing to shut down their restaurant on a sunday for the whole entire day and not charge farmers market right and not charge our local businesses either so you know, it's like we. I'm trying to make at least 17 people happy here. <laughs> so let's see what makes you happy. Um, we're running. We're running a little bit long, and I have to fly out in like five hours now. It's not quite that bad. <laughs> so we have, you know, basically, if you're if you're on the Anchor app, if you're listening to us on the Anchor app, you can leave us a voicemail. But, and we always invite you to do that. If you're not, if you're listening to this on Apple or or or. Uh, Google cast the Google what. machine, um, you know, send us an email. It's, it's O U R W Y life at gmail.com. Tell us what you think about, you know, moving farmer's market or moving farmer's market, moving farm to table from the ranch, but also what you, what your thoughts are on doing a Saturday ranch type day. Um, if you, you know, just imagine, just, you know, even if you weren't even planning on coming, imagine you had the money to do it, you could come to Gillette. I mean, would that be something? Would you come to a Saturday ranch day, then also go to a farm-to-table dinner that's in town at a restaurant? Or would you just come on a Saturday and, and do that and then split? Um, yeah, it's going to be, you know, if we do 150 tickets, which is what the restaurant holds, or we do a tent for 150 people, I'm thinking... 50 to 75 of those tickets will be exclusive, will be first offered to our Wyoming Life subscribers, but I can't sell out farm to table to our Wyoming Life subscribers. No, that's Because I need local, I you know, we need a local support base for Farmer's Market. That's what this whole dinner is, is about, is about Farmer's Market. So it will be 50 to 75 tickets is sold exclusively to, to our Wyoming Life, so yeah, for farm to table. But we could do essentially unlimited tickets on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we could fill up the damn ranch. You know, we got miles of parking. parking. So that's that's our question to you. That's that's this whole last fifty three minutes and fifty seconds has been trying to work towards this yeah. question. Lots of farm to tables are not held on farms, but lots of farm to tables are held on farms. Right. You know, I think it's a pretty even split. You'll find if we had unlimited funds, what I would do is build a big ass building out here with a commercial kitchen with in a, it. with a kitchen in it. Ariane could cook in it. Boom. We're done. We have a giant banquet room, but that ain't gonna happen. Yeah, not by next year. No, not unless somebody drops. <laughs> somebody want to write us a chat. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, I think you know, agrotourism and and a place to rent and and to use for our own dinners. Because I would also like to do a fall farm to table that is not a benefit to farmers market, but is for our own personal business. You know, a building to host this in in October. Would, would be, be great. Wonderful, but then it's not going to happen. Weddings, I mean, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, you can do all kinds of cool things with it, but it's not going to happen. So, so <laughs> someday, just not. Long today. story short, is that you know, is there? <laughs> would you come to Wyoming to see us? 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I kind of feel bad asking it now. I, that we had the idea to do this in a podcast. Now I feel like I'm, you know, putting well, we people on feedback. the spot. Well, we need feedback. I mean, I'm going to talk to, you know, we're going to set up a meeting with Ariane because, like, all this idea is very, like, very rough. It's very rough ideas at this point. But then I'm going to talk to, you know, like, my loyal subs- customers that come to market every week that buy stuff that also come to front of the table, I'm going to ask them what they think. Right. You talked to Gary. He hated the idea of leaving the ranch. He said the whole point of the front of the table is to be on the ranch. I talked to Nick and Stephanie, and they're like, oh, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. Nick thought, like, the whole idea of doing something more, like, low-key and ranchy on Saturday and then more elegant on Sunday, like, you cater to the different audiences. Right. Farmer's Market could really benefit from the audience on Sunday that wants more upscale controlled that's environment. The problem. That's where the money's at. That want to write their checkbook, get their checkbooks out. Right. That's where the money's at. And, that's, <laughs> and I and I almost feel, and I, we talked about this earlier, I kind of feel like we're selling out. I do too. You know, to... We haven't sold out yet. No, but we're talking about selling out. And it kind of pisses me off. Because, you know, it is... It is we worked really hard for two years. Right. And, 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 and it's almost like against our, our Wyoming Life's message. Uh-huh. You know, because it's, then, it's, then it's not so much about the farm or the ranch. It's about, look at this really neat dish I made. And, yeah. you know, you can feel you, you, yummy, yummy, you know, in my tummy, tummy. But nobody's going, you know, but what who, we're who picked this thing? Or but what we're seeing, it. though, is that half of our audience... Half, half of our audience at Farm to Table. Half doesn't of the, half even of the know diners don't even care. They don't even know who we are. I think they care, but it, they didn't care until we t- told them. Yeah. I don't know. Again, we're making assumptions. We're making it up as we go. All right. I think this says the record is the longest podcast we've done, so I apologize. (laughs) Um, Thanks for hanging out with us. We are going to cut you loose, and you're going, thank God. Um, But we do invite you to... to There's probably still people that are like, it wasn't long enough. (laughs) (laughs) That happens, too. You guys should put out two-hour videos. You should make more videos. Yeah. At that You should do one video a day. It doesn't matter what the quality looks like. (laughs) We'd lose subscribers so fast. (laughs) Like, what is this crap? Here's a video of me walking across the field. Um... You know, we do invite. We we we're, I, I don't invite your in, your your input. I beg for your input. <laughs> Be careful. <laughs> um, I do. I do. I want to have some honest input on this. Yeah. If I put out a video that was a pile of manure, I want somebody to tell me. If we have an idea that's great, and we're just we might have blinders tunnel onto vision. this whole thing. We could have tunnel vision where we're so worried about what we have put into it that somebody could be like, "That is that's an awesome idea. Do both." It's yeah. You it's, know, my my fear is that. We bring in subscribers that aren't going to be interested in doing the Sunday thing. So they don't have to go. But then you're bringing people all the way here for a, a, a hamburger and hang out and play horseshoes with me. Oh, honey, they love you. They'll come and play horseshoes with you. They'll kick my ass, too, because I can't <laughs> play horseshoes to save my life. But, you know, those... It's hard. It, We're trying to make... I'm trying to make several businesses happy. I'm trying to make farmers market happy. I'm trying to make farmers market vendors happy. I'm also trying to make YouTube subscribers happy. I'm trying, trying to make to, me happy. Yeah. Put me in there and, somewhere. And us. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I hate this, like, but I, you know, as a volunteer for farmers market, like, I work really hard and I don't ask for a lot. And sometimes I get shit on. Yeah. It's true. And that's a whole nother topic. But I don't want to get screwed. Don't cry. <laughs> You look like you're about ready to start crying. Don't cry. Aaron's going to cry. All right. We're going to hang it up. Okay.
You sure? Yeah. <laughs> we just went really you, you hard. You start crying, then I'm going to start crying. I'm still tired, and I'm sick. And <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... I raised a lot of money for Farmer's Market, and the, and the vendors appreciate it, but it's... Megan and I doing all the work. Don't cry. You're okay. Um, yeah, give us your input. Next week um, on our podcast, we will go over it. Don't cry. I see your lip quivering. Um, I'm fine. Okay. We, um, we'll we go over it next week. Um, we'll you know throw some of your input back in your faces and, and, and kind of work our way through this. But... It's going to be a work in progress. It's going to, and it's going to take time. But we do need to get something done with this because we need to get tickets on sale again for next year. <laughs> so something has It'll to be It'll probably be the last weekend in August again. Right. Um, Maybe. Who knows? Yeah, Maybe no, I will. Something else There'll be a farm, there, there will be a farm table event. Well, I know that, but there will be one way or the other, I think. You know, that's the other thing. Okay, we're at 59 minutes, 52 <laughs> seconds. But that's the other thing that drives me crazy is that the... the I don't know. I, 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 I think part of it's our own fault because we want it to be bigger and better every year. Like, if I was like, let's just stay at 72 and be content and raise six or $7,000 from market, like, we could keep doing what we're doing. But okay. we always want to be bigger and better. Like, I think there's something something messed up inside of me that I want I want it to be better yeah I want to continue to improve and to grow and to offer more and more for the community but I think there's also that component so this is where it tears me up because we are we have a very definite message yeah and I feel like by by doing something to far, for farm to table we're changing we're, we're coming off that message yeah but I think that also at the same time I think that doing something on a Saturday with subscribers and people that are with us in the same boat mm-hmm. or at least, you know, hanging on to the side of our boat, you know, that they're with us. So and we expose new people tears me up. We expose new people to our to our message on Sunday. Is there a way that we can have it at a restaurant in town and still get that message across? And make across? farmers market happy and make the vendors happy and and still get our message across. Yeah, one of the things we talked about with that is like having a a, a screen playing ranch stuff throughout the entire yeah. dinner but if nobody wants to look at that screen they're not going to same people that don't go doctors and lawyers and people that don't like flies and if everybody looked at if everybody walked the gardens and petted the calves and looked at the pigs we wouldn't struggle with this decision but we very much so like we talked about have two different two or three different audiences that are coming to farm to table right so now we got those to cater to too it's so we're conundrum. just going to pass the buck on to you. <laughs> Whatever you come up with, we'll go with that. There's going to be lots of meetings and a lot of planning. I mean, we're already trying to set up something with our hands so we can all get in the same room and talk. Yeah. So. Hopefully she doesn't listen to this and get mad at us. I don't think Arianne will get mad at us. Okay. I did say hoity-toity. She might be pissed about that. <laughs> She'll probably come smack me. I'm not hoity-toity. She's not hoity-toity. She's not. But, but she, she loves food. And she loves... French food or Italian, Italian food. food. Italian food. And I think this is part of the, the struggle is like, think Ariane knows that she can, as amazing as the meal is, and I have no complaints about the food for the last two years. No, like no, it's of course not. a million times better than I could have ever expected. I just don't even she, know what it's called. She wants to, she knows she can do better. Right. And that's what, and, and, and that's, that's her thing too, that yeah. she wants to make it better and more. She said, I want to raise more than $10,000 for farmer's market. And to do that, she said, I, I think she struggles with how to do it here on the ranch. Yeah. 
All right, we're over an hour. Oh We've gosh. taken up so much of these people's time. <laughs> Thanks that, for sticking with us. <laughs> yeah, if you made it to the end. Um, you win a prize. You win a prize. I don't know what that prize is. <laughs> that prize is the theme song. Hit it. Aaron and Mike bring you into their world. It's not just chickens and the Angus herd. So take off your boots, relax, and go beyond the ranch.